Thanksgiving from all of us at Rock Phoenix Live. We're grateful for you. I hit a Thanksgiving song. All right. This is uh, this is a Thanksgiving song. I hope you enjoy it. Love to eat turkey. <laughs> love to eat turkey. I love you. Love to eat turkey. Cause it's good. Love to eat turkey like a good boy should Cause it's turkey to eat So good That clapping's messing my head up, man <laughs> I appreciate it But I was, was trying to think of the next line I'm like, all I hear is clapping Here we go Thanks anyways For me, turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long. Fifty million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Turkey lurkey do and turkey lurkey dap. I eat that turkey, then I take a nap. <laughs> Thanksgiving <laughs> is a special night. Jimmy Walker used to say, Dynamite. That's right. Turkey with gravy and cranberry. Can't believe the Mets traded Dallas Strawberry. <laughs> turkey for you and turkey for me. Can't believe Tyson gave that girl VD. <laughs> White meat, dark meat, you just can't lose. I fell off my moped and I got a bruise. Turkey in the oven and the buns in the toaster. I'll never take down my Cheryl Teague's poster. <laughs> Wrap the turkey up in aluminum foil. My brother likes to masturbate with baby oil. <laughs> turkey and sweet potato pie. Sammy Davis Jr. only had one eye. Turkey for the girls and turkey for the boys. My favorite kind of pants are corduroys. Gobble, gobble, goo, and gobble, gobble, giggle. I wish turkey only cost a nickel. Oh, I love turkey on thanks. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.
Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.
Phoenix Live and new listeners of Rock Phoenix Live. Happy Thanksgiving. Welcome to our Rock Thanksgiving 2022. Man. I tell you, I think it's been a while since we uh, we've done a podcast where we've actually been serious. <laughs> it has been a while. We weren't serious on Halloween? No, 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 we were. It was just <laughs> I think the kids I totally, was pretty serious. I think the kids took over Halloween 2022. Well, that's because you gave them wireless microphones and yeah. let them run around the neighborhood. That's right. I did. Mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. And that was what totally made it go all nuts. You know, Liam screaming in the microphone. <laughs> You've got Cavalli giving us uh, orientation on what's going on. He did a really fantastic job. Both of them did a fantastic job at narrating and, and kind of giving the folks at home listening this experience. And you know what? If we didn't want kids to be messing around and just having fun, that's part of trick-or-treating. Um, obviously, there's kids wandering around the neighborhood. They all, you know, sometimes you could hear them in the background or whatever. But truly, that's what Halloween is about. It's for the kids. If we didn't want kids to participate, we could have done it like at an adult party. Right, right? Exactly. So, yeah, they did good. By the way, uh, my good. friend Tim from California is calling. And uh, I declined. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. Oh, I feel bad about that. Anyway, <laughs> Thanksgiving is coming up. It's right around the corner, and I can't believe how fast it's approaching. Like, we really seriously, like, I didn't even know it was. I'm, I'm not even ready. I know. For I told it. you yesterday. Uh, next week, you don't have to be ready. Who do you think does all the work? I know you do. Are you guys kidding yourselves? Nobody does anything. Come on. I'll be lucky if I even get you to. Well, you'll vacuum. But Liam won't do anything. Right, exactly. I'll have to just, you know, bribe him or blackmail him or something. I know. I can't believe it. I mean, the year is coming on. And, you know, everybody says this when the when this time comes around. They're like, I can't believe it's Thanksgiving. I can't believe Christmas is right around the corner. And then Facebook will post that number 400-something day, Saturday Four, until... 400. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> Maybe 40. Right. 40 no, Saturdays either. until Christmas. Oh, my God. Now, you know what? Time flies when you're having fun no truly time flies when you're getting old and that's when you realize like oh i'm not really 20 or 30 anymore i think what it is is i think it's the the stores like we unfortunately live next to a walmart so Uh our primary shopping is walmart and we go in there, and if their season changes, it reflects on us. We're like, okay, everybody in Anthem. That's why I say walk in through the garden section, but don't look at anything. Exactly. I need to go straight to the Halloween candy first, and then we'll deal with Christmas. And sure enough, Thanksgiving, swoosh. Thanksgiving? What was that? I didn't see blink of an eye. As soon as Easter's over, you see Halloween, and you're like... Whoa! Just slow. It's April, bro. Chill. We don't have October for a while, and then all of a sudden October comes, and it's like it's Thanksgiving, and you're like, just chill. Like we're we're, we're moving so fast here. It's insane. I have to say something about Adam Sandler's song. I've heard it before. I'm glad that I got to hear it again. He's so dumb. But it was really quite entertaining, and yeah, I, I laughed at the Jimmy Walker part because I used to watch Good Times, and right. you probably were staring at me like, who's Jimmy Walker? But um, I, I think it's just dumb fun. Who's Cheryl Teeks? 
Cheryl Teeks? I'll never take down my Cheryl Teeks <laughs> No, because she was like supermodel hottie. Uh, she's probably wearing a bikini. That's Just like the Farrah Fawcett when she had like the crochet right? mesh shirt or whatever. Every, oh, every guy had that poster. Uh, that's what it was. Probably on the ceiling as a matter of fact. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, I'm a huge Adam Sandler fan. I had the uh, uh, I had every CD he had, the GOAT. I mean, remember it was uh, Fatty McGee. Um, the other one was like uh, the beating of a high school principal. And oh, see, I don't know. His all skits those. that he I did. I know his dumb movies. Tollbooth Willie. I mean, that no. was fantastic. I love. You ever heard that? Oh, see how much I'm missing out. Wow. All right. No, I don't know any of that. And then as soon as you play, and he does the ha- the Hanukkah song. Yeah. No, the Hanukkah song. I totally know. We'll play that at Christmas time. Right. Because that one, that one makes a little bit more sense. This Thanksgiving one, he was just throwing him random shit to rhyme. You know, that's what made it dumb, but it made it funny at the same I thought. <laughs> funny and dumb at the same time. You rhyme. Yeah, well, no, because funny and dumb rhymes? At the same time. Oh, anyway, uh, yeah. We, we not ma- really getting that one. Um, just like his movies, though. Other than the 80s music that I just absolutely love, his movies are dumb, too. They're lighthearted. Some of them are terribly stupid. Happy like, Gilmore. Oh, I'm thinking more like... Um, Billy Madison. No, his Nikki one. Oh, uh, Little Nikki. Little Nikki is so dumb. Get in the flash. Sorry, nipples. But you know what? You guys laugh and laugh, and I think it's funny because I can you watch it. You change the Coke if you love Pepsi. That was your big magical trick. And then um, you played Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I thought, give it away. Is that why it's a Thanksgiving song? Because it's giving. So I looked up the lyrics because he said something about, like, my fertility. And I'm like, that doesn't sound very Thanksgiving-y. But truly, this is what I found out. So VH1, behind the music, had, like, an interview with the band, and they explained the song. So they keep saying, give it away, give it away. And it seems like it doesn't really mean anything. But truly, it's about, they claim, the more you give, the more you receive. So why not just give it all away? Absolutely. Hey, that's very Thanksgiving-y. And in the church, they say you should give communion because the more communion you give, the more you get back. In your soul, right? In, in your whatever, not material. So I think that's just the giving spirit. And how many times do you think Anthony said, Give it away, give it away, give it away now? Because we didn't count, did we? Take a wild guess. How many times? 47. No. Too low. Oh, wow. I <laughs> know. Uh, 67. <gasps> 68 times. Damn. That was a good guess. Good for you. Well, happy, I would have never guessed it. Happy holidays and happy Thanksgiving to all of you Rock Phoenix Live listeners out there. Uh, we're going to keep it going here with uh, a lot of people on this list tonight want to say thank you, and Dido is one of them.
she's gone cold. I'm wondering why. Got out of bed at all. The morning rain clouds up my window, and I can't see at all. And even if I could, it'll all be gray. But your picture on my wall, it reminds me that it's not so bad. It's not so bad. Last night got bills to pay My head just feels in pain I missed the bus and there'll be hell today I'm late for work again And even if I'm there They'll all imply that I might not last the day And then you call me And it's not so bad, it's not so bad
So at some point, you're like, by now, if you're a diehard Rock Phoenix Live listener and you've heard all our songs that we play, you're like, ACDC's a huge pervert. That's exactly what they are. They're pervs, man. They're pervs. We were thinking like honey roll, like, you know, the sweet honey buns that you eat with your Thanksgiving turkey. No. Nope. Which brings me to our, our Rock Giving Podcast 2022. We did one in 2021. We modified it. We added a few songs that now include uh, things about food. Because, you know, Thanksgiving wouldn't be awesome without rock songs about food. So, you know what? When you go in there grabbing your honey roll, make sure you get that honey roll. Yeah. Make sure your honey roll over. Yeah. Um, you know why? Because I said to you earlier that I don't want to do the same weirdo songs we did a couple of years ago because they had nothing, I felt. Well, not all of them. Some of them. Nothing to do with Thanksgiving or delicious food or being grateful. Right. Some of them were just, they had the word thank in them or I don't know. Even though we Google these things, I'm blaming it on Google. They really had nothing. Like one of them was... Oh, remember that war one? And I'm like, what does that have to do? But it said something about grateful or remembrance or I don't know, something like that. Well, war ant? War ant? No. No. Anyways, I said, can we please find some songs that actually have something to do with Thanksgiving? Right, exactly. Like, say, honey rolls. <laughs> But truly, as soon as I heard ACDC, I was like, yeah, 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 it's fine. It's all in because I love ACDC. And who but doesn't? And again, it's a pretty like we rushing. talked about, everybody listening who's been a big fan of Rock Phoenix Live, we played a lot of their songs and we've talked about some of the history of their songs. They are perverts. Yeah, they're pretty raunchy. There's not one song we haven't played that doesn't have a sexual meaning behind it. Yeah. So and my favorite? What's my favorite? Oh, big balls. <laughs> I've got the biggest balls of the ball. I love that song. It's It makes me laugh every single time I heard it or hear it. And I've been hearing it for decades and decades. I think it's hilarious. It's like a, this great play on words. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even rude that you can't play it on the radio, but if you actually listen to the lyrics, it's, it's pretty rude. A lot of radio stations play it. Yeah, they should, because there's nothing really wrong with it. Plus the fact nowadays, if you can say bitch or ass, you can say I've got big balls. Right, absolutely. Because he says, you know... It's, it's like balls like a masquerade ball or a big party and like I said a play I gotta say this honey roll one was my favorite <sighs> wow it was awesome it was a great song and again you could totally hear the meaning behind it and yeah. he's talking and it was oh man yeah you know it's pretty rude what'd you think of Dido though she is beautiful beautiful and you know what i had that um no angel cd i think it was released in like 2000 and it was in my cd player in my truck and i listened to it over and over not that i drive very far because even then i didn't drive far but every time i was in my truck that cd and i never ever ever changed i it remember up. in the till, red the red dog yeah, yeah till when probably when i met you in 2006 and you made me a mix cd <laughs> It probably stayed in there that whole entire time. The problem I have is I had such a great experience with that song when Eminem redid it. I had this this my friend one of my friends we had he was driving had a Honda Civic 
and we would just drive around and we would just get so toasted and just listen to that Eminem song. My tears don't come. I would never demon, I would never with bad. I would never but but never 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 today. You got the red hot chili peppers Yeah, it was totally and I was just So I I always I never liked the actual real uh, version, but the, the the Eminem version, I was a total fan I of. I think it's beautiful. But and she I is great. The, the song you play is fantastic. I like yeah. it. Hands down, but the best. But it was a perfect Thanksgiving song because if you listen to it, like, the rain clouds out her window. Her tea is all cold now. It's not even hot anymore. Right. It, Where the, is she now? She hasn't put out anything new, I don't think. Oh, I, I don't know. I can look her up, of course. But the verse is, she's having such a shit day, such a miserable day. It's all going crappy, whatever. But at the end of, of each of her verses, you know, she just comes in, like, or you come into the room and you change her whole mood. It's all she wants. She's singing to maybe, like, you know, her boyfriend or her lover or her best friend, even. It's not a sexual song. No, it's it I'm having like such it. a crap day. And as soon as I see you, or as soon as you walk in the door, I'm like, Oh, it's so much better now. Yeah. Because she's grateful, right? right? And that's what Thanksgiving is about. It should be. It should be, you're right. Not shopping on Black Friday and getting the best deal and trampling people at Target. Oh, yeah. in the Black Friday. Hashtag yeah. Black Friday. Always diss the Black Friday, don't I? Yeah, well, you know it what? It could possibly be because I haven't been to one because I always flip and work. Or it could be, I just think, ugh, no. There's it's, no it's, reason for there's it. There's no, not anymore. Now no. there's not because we've had Black Friday specials at quite a few of the stores the whole entire week. Listen, there's bro. no reason for Cyber Monday because it's just everything's cyber long. already. It's totally just bro, stupid. If now. you're getting your food delivered to you via DoorDash and uh, you are already online already, then do what are you doing? You're wasting your time. You're wasting your breath. And if you want to think of Black Friday as an amusement park, well, then by all means, get out there and get in that line because, bro, shit ain't happening yet on Black Friday. Everybody's ordering online. Everybody's doing things online because that's the way it's fast and efficiently you think. Don't even get me started on the amount of shopping. Don't even get me started. On the amount of shopping online because it's ridiculous. You people are out of flipping control and you need to slow the F down so that the world can actually catch up. And you can stop complaining. Hey, where is Dido? This is back from 2019. Okay. Dido married a novelist. His name is like Rowan Gavin. Um, she got married in 2010. They lived together in North London, uh, not far from where she grew up with her son, Stanley. And she's been having a lovely time being with my family, seeing friends and seeing the world. That's it. She got out. Mm-hmm. This guy must be wealthy. Mm-hmm. Wealthy ah. enough to carry Dido. I don't know where she went. I don't. <laughs> anyway, if you haven't noticed already, tonight's show, like I said before, Rock Phoenix Live is about Thanksgiving. So if there's food giving or feasts in the song, then you're going to hear it tonight on our show. Feast the fire. <laughs> Do you have that? I don't know. It might be there. It might not be. I'm not sure. Anyway, we're getting into our rock and roll segment now after getting away from the... Uh, what about the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown? <laughs> No, we're not playing that tonight. We're getting away from our uh, Adam Sandler, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and Dido stuff. We're going more into the rock section. And uh, one thing that everybody gave to us that we all were accepted of was uh, Kiss's song, God Gave Rock and Roll to You, Rock Phoenix Live. 
feeling that magical feeling inside of yourselves this holiday season because that's the magic of Christmas and the magic of the holiday. This is Cherry Pie, Rock Phoenix Live.
Finally got a chance to play that song when it was not an 80s podcast. <laughs> yeah, and much like ACDC, is pretty raunchy and truly has nothing to do oh, with Thanksgiving. Warren is all badass. Anyway. Honey roll and cherry pie. You know. Yeah, they're badass and it's a great, great song. But it's, uh, it's I can't wait raunchy. to taste those sweet honey rolls. I can't taste this week that taste that sweet cherry pie at Thanksgiving. Mm, it's gonna be so good sitting around with family eating cherry pie, honey rolls. So you know, listening to God giving us rock and roll. So you know how you get your song like cherry pie played on the radio and made uber famous. How instead of saying screwing or effing, you could just say swinging because he's swinging to the left and swinging to the right and swinging outside and swinging in a car and swinging in the bathroom. But guess what happens? We forgot to lock the door. Swinging so hard on the floor. In walks her daddy standing six foot four. Swinging to the right, swinging to the left, swinging to the left, hopping down. That was great. Did you hear anything of what I just said? I heard what you said. He's swinging to the left, swinging to the right. Huh? And to then the what left. else did I say? And you said you could just supplement the word for. That's what I first said. What right. did I say after swinging to the left, swing to the right? See? Uh, not with the banjo. It's called... No, you were playing the banjo. Oh, that's right. That was you with the banjo. Right. Anyways, I love Kiss. We all know this, right? I saw them. <laughs> yes, you did. They were actually, I mean, I wish I was closer, but they were Kiss. amazing. I mean, it was it was great. I mean, they didn't have a, a down moment in their set at all. Right. But some people have said that Kiss has backing tracks. Mm-hmm. So what you hear isn't exactly what the band is doing. Right. I think lots of bands do that, though. There and, are. And we've even seen that because we've been to enough, not the smaller venues, but we've been to enough concerts where... I mean, Star Set, Smashing to Pieces. Yeah, where you're like... They've got that, hey, yeah. Hey, they're not even up to the microphone, and yet we're hearing whatever, right? Right. Anyways, go back to Kiss. Don't interrupt me with the Kiss moment here. So, I love that... Okay. Com- is it commentary where he's like, I know life sometimes can get tough, and I know life sometimes can be a drag. Like, I like the... It was totally awful, but I like that he said that. Um, and the rest, it says, but people, we've been given a gift. We've been given a road. And that road's name is rock and roll. I mean, that's all they meant. But they they were talking about giving. So that's a good Thanksgiving one. More so than cherry pie. God has given us a lot this year, especially in 2022. And especially in 2021 and like 2020. I mean... For but all unless of us that you are, died. Well, for all of us that are still here, rough. thankful to God that we're here. And for all of those who passed away, God be that you are in heaven or getting ready to go to heaven. Right. Um, 
because there's a lot of things we need to be thankful for. And again, every day we turn on the news, we should be thankful because the only thing the news brings us is an awareness of what might happen. You know what, though? The news is a joke. And I'm obviously not a newsy person, but it's a joke. It's a joke these days. I'm sure years ago, the news was newsworthy, but it's just for entertainment purposes. And when they do these little, like, I don't know, pretend that they're bouncing things off each other and laughing and whatever and being goofy, it's fake. We know it's fake. And you're full of crap. And depending on who owns that news network, that's the side of the news you're going to see. If you flip through the channels, it's the same one, but it's the other side of it. It's their political view. That's BS right there. We've seen it. We've seen the David Mears against the... uh the girl on uh, uh, ABC or MB, what was it? CBS, Nora Jones. So it's know. David Muir at uh, five thirty, and then all of a sudden you get Nora Jones at at six at six o'clock or six thirty, yeah. and it's like the same news, but the way she says it is different than what David says. And yeah, it's like, they're just seeing yeah. it from a different, you know. I think it's all political, political side. It is very much that's, political because that's you know who what? owns those networks. That's what they do. I think they strategically place these elections in time of the holidays so we can go let's beat it out let's beat it out of the elections have always been this time well it shouldn't be because we're dealing with holidays right now we want to talk about family we don't want to talk about who's in office all right so if they did it in april that's tax time but it's also jesus's you know resurrection if that's your thing you know when would you pick it never (laughs) well you have to have something you know what you want to have ballots Put your ballots into effect first before you actually do real elections and try that out. And if you say it's a waste of taxpayers' money, well, you know what? That's your job is to do that, is to make sure that all this stuff is in place prior to voting. And then you can't say you had a malfunction. This year in Arizona, speaking of malfunctions, we did quite a few. Even right here, um, you could vote in our little town right at the outlet mall. And one of the machines wasn't even working. Oh, come on. You didn't test that shit first. And then there was somebody that was just going outside and taking, you know, hand. I don't think it was the mail-in, like the yellow envelopes, because those are mail-in ballots. Don't worry. They were taking them from people. And I'm like... I'll take your place in line. And, you know, then there's other places where you can, you know, drop it in the, the box. But then it wasn't properly secured. Or there were people that were picketing, kind of stink and the people that were dropping it off trying to influence their vote scare them out of voting i'm like the whole thing is is really quite ridiculous you know and we're gonna hand count we need to recount we you know what was the bs years ago about chads in florida you know come on man it's it should be perfected by now hey like the u.s postal service it's been around for a hundred effing years and you still haven't got it right yeah right there's kind of a big problem with that you know people have been voting whether it's you know chads or mail-ins or ballots or punch cards or whatever forever and you still can't get it right the holiday season brings us closer to the end of the uh year And a lot of times we start to reflect at this time of the year on what happened in our lives in 2022. Uh, 2022 for me brought me a new mixer. I am happy to please, I'm happily excited to show you the sound quality of my new mixer on our podcast in 2022 versus 2021 when I had the old mixer. Um, 
2022 has brought us uh, lots of things. Um, one of them being um, that we thought we were out of COVID. That was the biggest thing. We thought this was done and we were over with. And we did. And you know what? I mean, we've kind of forgotten about it. And we've moved on. And though there are some patients that are still out there dealing with this stuff, we knew when they talked about it, they were like, you know what? When you get COVID, you might have respiratory issues for years to come. And it was like, I can't believe this, this 2020, 2021 was so devastating to the rest of our lives moving forward. It was just so hard and devastating. And we lost so many people from it. And... And it could come back, whether it's a heavy-duty strain or it's a milder strain, which this last one tended to be. I had tons. I went a couple years and not one coworker had COVID. Thank right. God. But this last month, three of them, or the month before, whenever it was, and I'm like, holy cow. You and know? then they come back and be like, I'm done. I'm good. I don't have COVID anymore. It's like, this is a dying virus to so many of us, but yet now we're seeing folks who are getting it or there's testing for it and again who knows about the testing but they're testing for it and then they can come back to work in like seven days and they don't have it anymore because the testing kit says they're clear of it I'm not saying that the testing kits well, aren't accurate but i'm just saying it's like we're not treating it as what it was before no no it's well they've realized they've they've evolved and they've gained knowledge you know as it's been multiple years of course for first we were multiple weeks and then it was 14 days then it went down to 10 and now it's just test again until you're negative some people are positive for a lot longer than other people though right. so they test and test and test like every two days or every day or whatever i don't know how many tests you want to buy um and they just it still is there it's still testing positive for whatever reason and they feel completely fine so you know what you got to get back to work. You can't not get a paycheck. So and what are you supposed to do? We had babies born in this time. We had children in school at this time. We had so many variables that went wrong for a normal generation to rise. And well, a lot of people are going to say that this impacted us in so many different levels. Well, and maybe we don't even know how many more levels it will be. We should probably, I think, are going to, and people say it, it's not just me, we're going to have COVID every year. If we don't completely get rid of it, it will just keep coming back like the flu. It's a coronavirus. You know what I mean? I think, I wonder if, many if kinds of Corona was the reason why we brought industry back to America, while we're building so many semiconductor plants, while we're trying to regain our infrastructure again. Why is that? Because we relied so heavily on other countries because during the Reagan times, everything was peaceful. We didn't have this, 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 this war between each other. We had a war with, with Iraq and everybody else was kind of like on the same side and now we're like torn and that's why we're trying to rebuild infrastructure back to our own country because we don't want to rely solely on the other countries for our enterprise like our oils one thing that we do like is we like our toys we like having electric cars or we like having phones we like having you know awesome stuff and as Americans we indulge in that and if we don't have a way to build that and keep going with it then we kind of outsource because it's like hey there's a demand for it. i can make money off of it and all of everybody sees is dollar signs they don't ever see the, the the damage it does to somebody when you hurry a product or try to do it the wrong way i think it was a wake-up call 
just to show all of us just how reliable we were on other countries because we really don't do much here. I have to go so out of my way to look for Made in the USA. I don't have any problem with Canada and Mexico and other countries. I really don't. I want Made in the USA because guess what? That's where I am and that's my family is, is here. And yes, my I have family in Canada, of course, but I don't really know. What is... I'm sure Canada makes stuff too. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of things that they import, but I don't see made in Canada here in the United States. I bet you they export it, I should have said. I bet you they export it a lot further than just across the border. I bet Canada is doing what the United States is doing, which is getting it from other countries. Yeah. And especially from France and other countries because you guys are more France than ever because Trudeau wants to have Montreal speak only French as the first language. And English is the second language. Well, the thing that I remember about Quebec is they're not like France. They are Quebec. And they speak Quebecois. They don't speak French. And the language is slightly different. I remember talking to somebody that learned French in school in Canada. And there was a French person. And they could communicate. Don't get me wrong. There was a lot of shit that was just different. So French Canadians, like um, Trudeau... And his, his dad before him. We're so used to just having French around, but they burned us. It was decades ago, and I can still remember it. They burned us pretty bad. They wanted to succeed. And good luck. Are you kidding? You have to have your own money. That's massive. Did you even think that out? They have to have their own police force, because guess what? We have the Royal Canadian Mount of Police, which is the entire country. We're not going to give you the RCMP. You can go find your own. Ontario does have provincial police, so no doubt Quebec could have had their own country police. But I mean, there's a lot of stuff that they really didn't see the big picture. They didn't go through anyways. And we always have English, French. I've had that my whole entire life. I don't remember just having English on something. And it's no big deal. You just, you don't even see that part of it. Like when we went up there to visit, you were like, oh my God. And remember those funny pictures? Because there was something that said tits and something that said something else. And I said, oh, so that's eggs. And it was just like goofy stuff, right? But I don't even see that. Right. Maybe I do you're now. You're used to I'm, it, right. Because you're totally just blank to it. Unless you can read French, you don't even look at that French part. You see the English part, which is a little bit bigger. It's normally bolder. It does kind of stand out, but... Well, from uh, a local source, they said that because of this rule, a lot more of the people that are bilingual are leaving. Because they're mandating French only, Oh, a lot of the ones that can speak the French are leaving. In Vancouver? No, in uh, Quebec or Montreal. Oh, oh, Quebec. Oh, I don't know. So it's weird because why are the ones that it costs too much money to change everything? Right. Oh, I knew somebody that worked for Boeing, and he flew to Montreal. I'm pretty sure it was. It could have been Toronto. Okay, and Toronto and Montreal, they're right there. So there's a lot of French people in Ontario as well, or I should say Toronto. So he's going there to negotiate a contract, and he's sitting there along this big table of all these business suit people, right? Business people. And it's this French-Canadian company in Toronto, I'm pretty sure, or wherever, and him, and as soon as he speaks, I'm sorry, you could tell he was an American. And they were like, what? Like, And then they find out, like, you know, just in conversation, where are you from? 
Oh, born and raised in Arizona. They went, joop, shut down the, the whole negotiation and demanded all of their forms that they had already submitted to be written in French and English. As soon as they found out it was... And obviously, Boeing is an American company. That wasn't the point. It was just certain people. Oh, well, you know what? That was their negotiating tool, I guess. And so they had to go back, get somebody to translate all of these forms, resubmit it all to them, and then go back into negotiations. And it wasted a couple of days, probably thousands of dollars. All because of nitpicking. Yeah, yeah. you know, it is. It's nitpicking. That's the story. That happens everywhere. It, it's. But the entire country of Canada is bilingual. It's not English speaking. Right. It's not French speaking. It's both. So everything should be in English and French. And I'm sorry to say, but the United States of America is bilingual. We do speak Spanish and we do you, speak no, English. No, 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 no. The country of the United States is not bilingual. It is English speaking. It has no other other language. There's a lot of other peoples that speak the language, but the law says English. In Canada, the law is English and French. That's oh, the I law. See what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, I know there's lots of Spanish people there. We have lots of Asian people. We have lots of Indian people think, in Canada. Right. Everyone speaks different languages, but the law says English and French. And here it's just English, of course. Well, whatever. You're way off topic, man. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. This is uh, What You Give by Tesla, Rock Phoenix Live.
and Van Halen Honey Roll Over and Pound Cake Back in this live Yeah! 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 
for Thanksgiving has got to be the mashed potatoes. Hands down, mashed potatoes all the way, or it's going to be the um, the yams. Shush. You don't even eat the yams. With the I love yams. I love yams. You Green bean casserole. Green, yeah. You do eat an awful lot of mashed potatoes. I'm all about the stuffing. I flip and love my stuffing. I'm sorry. I just do. Your stuffing is great. I vote for stuffing. So, seven years later, Tesla's song is finally done, and we got to hear some Sammy. It <laughs> was a really long song. It was nice. I liked it. I thought it was a great song. No, it was nice. It was so long. I just can't handle long, long songs. Between being so thankful and getting your honey roll and remembering what God gave the rock and roll to us, eating cherry pie, and what you give it matters the most, and then getting pound cake at the for dessert, pretty freaking good. Okay, Tesla says it's not what you got; it's what you give. And that's, you know, going back to, that's that's Thanksgiving-ish, right? Um, and then he goes a little further. It ain't the life you choose, it's the life you live. It's only what you give, only what you give, only what you give for seven minutes. I, it um, was a nice song. But if I, I have was, cash in my wallet, there's this lady that's been over on Frank Lloyd Wright and, uh, Frank Lloyd Wright in the 101. And if I see her... I'll give her a 20, or I'll give her five, whatever I have. Whatever you have. But there's and no I don't criteria. Care. No? It doesn't affect me the rest of the day at all. But Some people give, and they're like... You have more criteria than that, though. Only because you're driving. You're in a street that you're the first or second one, so you don't hold up the line of cars. She has to make eye contact, come over to you within a certain amount of time. Oh, come on! But I agree, because I... Yes, there are rules to handling. I've been behind that car, and that's very nice that you're giving them money, but they're going to get run over, or, you know what, you're just holding up, and the next people aren't going to make that green light, and then they're going to be pissed, and then they're going to have bad, ucky feelings about giving people money. I am more turned on it's by you now circle. than ever before because you agree with me finally. It's a To have circle. a husband and his wife agrees with him, it's the biggest turn on ever. I mean, I thought, I thought you liked it because I yell at people and I take no, charge. You exactly <laughs> listen mean. to my standards of, of giving yeah. to people on the street, and you're like totally agreeing with me that that was that that's great. I I, I hardly I love ever, you so much. That's why I married you. I hardly ever ever have cash because it's just not my thing, and I don't really go anywhere either. And we don't have people on our corners where we live, other than when you are exiting and entering the freeway. Is exit, I guess, right? Yeah, when we're leaving the freeway, right. we're already off the off-ramp. We're going to turn. Yeah, you then, wouldn't be on an on-ramp because it'd be too fast. Yeah, we do have people that are sitting there because there is a light. But I'm not even worried about... I make eye contact with them. I can even nod my head. I read their signs. No. Where most people are like, don't stare at the person over on the side of the road. My lady, when like, I give no, her... Sometimes they have clever little signs, right? I want to know why. When why I, do you want my money? Right. Well, my lady, when I give her money, we pray. She says, she says, God bless you, sir. You have a great day. And she takes my money. She steps a few feet aside, and she's like, 
Thank you, Lord Jesus, for all the, all the money. Thank you, Lord, for all the blessings in my life. And I pray, and I'm like, and I hear that, and I'm like, I want to pray too. So I pray with her, and I think that's a, a, a huge. We're just we're, we're we're connecting on a level on a certain right. level, right? And that is that's your connection. But you know what? If she does that to somebody else, it's good for her. But you might kind of make them think she's right weird. because you can't be just we're praying on the side of the road with a Hindu right there. Unfortunately, happy people or grateful, blessed people realize that they're blessed people. Everyone else kind of looks at them and thinks that they're weirdos. Right? Like, What's wrong with you? It's You're just season of thankfulness public. right now. Why can't we be thankful for the things that we have? And why do we look weird? Yeah, but you know what? I know somebody I <clears throat> at my work that if people come in and they're uber happy, he thinks there's something. He thinks there's something wrong with them. Jay. No, sh- oh. we're not naming names. A particular person. I'm not going to say Rodney's name. Oh, no. him. I'm. I'm just saying. Like, it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with them because they're happy. So one particular person, I've had a conversation with them. He's got teenagers, so he has all sorts of smack to talk about. He's not always 100% happy, but he's happy when he comes in because, hey, how are you? Good morning. Blah blah blah. I know him. Hey, how's it going? Right. But I know that it's not a fake thing because we've had other conversations. And then there's another woman, and she always has a huge smile and jump up, up and bubbly. But she just survived breast cancer. Like she lost all of her she hair from. Be thankful, right. she, of course she's thankful. Yeah, absolutely. She didn't Why die. wouldn't she be? And we have a couple other people, and they don't have like the big-eyed, crazy grin, you know, like the Cheshire Cat. They're not. They're truly, I believe, happy people. But maybe they're also the ones that remind themselves that, like, it could be so much worse. Absolutely. Any person that you and I know. They better be thanking their lucky stars because it could be so much worse. I don't well, know anybody one... that lives on the street in a ditch, whatever, because I don't personally know them, right? I, I hope if anybody I knew was living in a ditch, they would say something and I could help them out. But I don't know anybody. We have homes. We have cars. You know what I mean? We have jobs, most people. and The ones I know are counting the lucky stars every day because... They can drive Maseratis, uh, Bentleys, yeah. Ferraris. They might not I mean, be counting their lucky stars truly, every day. The, the, my coworkers aren't my best friends. It's my it's my customers because <laughs> truly, when they see me, they're like, "Frank, come on in!" Oh my God, my Rolex is sitting on the counter. My wallet's right there. My mice purse is over there. I'm trusting with my kids and my dog, and you're in my house. So I mean, and you're a well-respected figure of wherever you do. So, go ahead, touch my alarm system, look at my cameras, touch my audio video stuff. I mean, well, I have full range. Here's my know, YouTube password, everything. They also know if something happened, if somebody ever hacked into their system and you were just there a couple of days previous, they're going to go to you guys and say, how is this possible? Well, see, here's the thing. is, And, Frank, I'm going to look at my DVR because it recorded all the cameras around me. And they have all sorts of backup. Yes, they do know you personally and, you know, Obviously, you work for an alarm company. 
so you have background checks and everything else. You guys, you know, you have to be certified to do that. It's not just some joker that they They hired. should be thankful that I am a lazy bastard because, you know, one, I do care for my, my customers, but two... I don't want to grab your shit on my day off. I want to stay in bed. I want to watch TV. I want to eat food. I really don't give two shits about what kind of car you drive, let alone the watch you wear or whatever you you you, you wear on and your you're body. I'm not going to go into their system using their logins and look at their cameras and see if anybody... Yeah, I get you. I got my own stuff to deal People with. People want to tell me... I have a they- lady next door that needs a remote. People want to tell me why they're sending their product back. Yeah, don't care. Right. Don't take it out of the bag because I don't care. I don't need to see it. I don't need to hear about it. We just need to move along. Right, exactly. I want to get my job done so I can go home and do my stuff. No, I need to get my job done so there's somebody behind you and somebody behind them. But at the same time, we're also thankful that we have jobs. Also thankful for the position that we're in because you have come up in 2022 as now being a fully respected, well-paid manager for the UPS store. And I can hear those chips crunching. I don't I, know about I'm grateful because I got a raise for bitching about something. And the boss was like, you know what? You're a well-respected employee. I, get, I better keep him around. I so. don't think I'm very well paid. And I don't know about respected. Because I have to pull bitch card all the time. Jen's being a bitch mom again. You're not a mom. It's a business, not a family. I know, but they, they Jen's, I'm the mom, right? Because I have to tell them all what to do. I feel like I'm a mom here and a mom there, and eventually I'm just going to lose my mind. All That's right, well, all. Well, Jen, why don't you tell us what you're thankful th- for this year in 2022? Don't put the pressure on. I was all ready to talk about Van Halen. <laughs> oh I have it gosh. on my screen. All right, go ahead and talk about Van Halen, because well, coming up next is Sammy Hagar solo. Oh, solo, because that was Sammy, right? right. I was like, that wasn't a David Lee Ross song. Yep, of the Eruption album. So, Pound Cake. Mm, no, everybody loves Pound Cake. No, not really, because why? It's plain. Sometimes it's really heavy, dense. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So, Sammy Hagar explained the meaning of Pound Cake, like that word. And it says, people he likes are like Pound Cake. Uh, they are... Simple. They what you see is what you get. Like you know, he's just not gonna go and be attracted to people that are like, I don't know, covered in glaze or in sprinkles because you're obviously candy coated and there's something Kardashian in there. And then uh, did you did you like the power drill in the beginning of that song? <laughs> Eddie Van Halen did that with his guitar. Yeah, he did. With Wasn't slide. even a drill. You can hear I'm it. Kirk Hammett does it with a fuel song. Oh right. I was Googling through, and everyone was like, did they really use a drill? Like, like he had his, uh, was it his Ferrari? Right? Oh, Hot. it wasn't a Ferrari. It was a... Uh, what was his car? I thought it was a Ferrari, and he was revving it up. Yeah. So, I mean, they do have other items. Porsche. Oh, a Porsche? No. no. Eddie Van Halen wouldn't drive it was a Porsche. Ferrari. It was a Ferrari. Uh-huh. Okay. I think so. That's what I think so, too. All right, here it is. Uh, This is Sammy Hagar by himself. You just heard him with Van Halen. Well, here he is. Give to live. Because you know what? Sammy's a very giving man. Rock Phoenix Live.
But the best the best sugar poured on you if you were a turkey or a glazed sandwich <laughs> Phoenix Live happy holidays step inside walk this way you and me babe Living like a lover with a red eye phone Looking like a tramp, like a video bam Demolition woman, can I be your man? Oh, 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 
am excited for Thanksgiving because a time to bring the family together, a time for us to say, whoa, the year's been crazy, hectic, or whatever is going on, and now we can come together, and it's a federal holiday that actually allows us a day off to be with family. Yeah, but in a couple more weeks, you have Christmas, and you all get together again. That's the part I don't get. I will never get it because that I don't like it it's too close it is yeah and then Thanksgiving just oh it just gets lost and it's supposed to be important and it gets completely lost it got trampled over by Black Friday and then extremely trampled over by Christmas because of course the sales you buy at Black Friday are Christmas presents so nobody gives two crabs about Thanksgiving no they don't and it becomes a Black Friday thing. It doesn't become yeah, it's a just Thanksgiving lost. thing. I was watching a video on Reddit, and it had Christopher Columbus's tomb in Sausalese, Spain, or whatever. Oh, it's tomb. It's I thought tomb. you said tune. Okay. It's elevated by these four statues of people that are lifting him up. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Who were the four people? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that was part of it. It might have been. Random people. Hey, you had said um, when you were raving about Sammy Hagar that he's just such a giving person. So I thought, hmm, I seem to remember hearing something that he gave, like a humongous check. Sure enough, if you just Google Sammy Hagar, him and his family, um, he's like a, a really great, big, I should say, philanthropist. Cabo Wabo. No, he's a philanthropist yeah. as well as a rock star and a. He you know, made the alcohol cabo wabo. I know. I'm talking about philanthropists, okay? Do you know what that is? Somebody that donates huge amounts of money to help the, the welfare of other people. So, guess what? I just looked up in some of his charities that are like, I don't know if they're the biggest ones he gives to, or maybe he's been giving it the longest. Blessings in a backpack. And I totally love that because here locally, um, there is a couple of groups and just like people at their homes or whatever they know if oh my gosh they know where to give the backpacks to but they do backpacks specifically for foster kids because quite often foster kids are only given like a garbage bag right exactly. throw all yeah, your yeah. shit in there and they hardly have anything at all so if you give them a backpack so they have young kids backpacks with stuffed animals and like crayons and then they have teenager backpacks you know obviously with markers or maybe yeah. you know totally awesome right right so he does blessings in a backpack which is probably for homeless people and you know adults or kids or whatever and then he has a charity i don't know if it's his or that he gives to it's called little kids rock and then the salvation army united way he gave a hundred thousand dollar check which really when you think about it sammy hagar come on a hundred grand chump change right right but it's still pretty fantastic because he does give to other places as well but he um, donated this check, this $100,000, to a pediatric cancer program um, in the Children's Hospital in San Francisco. And it said that the event, they had this huge event to raise money, I guess, from other rock stars. And who would be part of it in San Francisco? Metallica. James Hetfield. Yeah. Um, Tommy Lee was part of it. John Mayer, Train. And then um, Sammy says... 
Sammy Hagar says that it was Neil Young's charity concert, Bridge School, that motivated him to uh, institute his own benefit concert to raise money. And I guess, really, when you think about it, movie stars get together and raise millions of dollars. Rock stars also get together and raise millions of dollars. And it doesn't have to be like a live aid where we all call in. Them themselves give shit tons of money because they have it, which is fine by me. So you should. Prime example. On the wall, I have two Explorer guitars. Why? I also have a uh, James Hetfield little baby doll. I have also James (laughs) Hetfield's wolf guitar when before... ESP sued him and he had to change his style of guitar. Um, How is this a prime example? Because rock stars are are, are very uh, what's it called? Influential influence, but at the same time emulate. No. You want to emulate them? Right. And it's very... What does that have to do with a prime example of them donating Because you want to emulate your, your idol... It's very influential. Influenza. Yeah. No, yeah. Influenza. That's right. You got that, Craig. Anyway. Skip it. Go to Jeff Leppard. That's awesome. They did a great... That's awesome that they did that and raised a bunch of money. That Sammy Hagar did that and raised a bunch of money. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? They do this all the time. Just sometimes we don't hear about it or maybe because we're in Phoenix and they're in San Francisco. You know, it's not like we're going to buy tickets. Truly, I think this. I think that... um, I think that rock stars are more down-to-earth than actors because actors are trying to live this way their entire life whereas musicians are like look man i'm just a rock band trying to to get a record deal that's all i am and live that way for the rest of their lives right, that's why these old guys be, won't stop yeah but they're not trying to be millionaires they're trying to be rock stars oh okay that makes more sense that it's I not about the money it's right. about the image yeah and whereas actors are more about portraying and making money doing the best they can to be with the top notch oh my god i met this guy they're they're more influenced by the people around them than they are by what their meaning is inside like i'm trying to be an actor to promote well like like, what's his name um uh who's the guy uh that does all those great Medea. um i can't think of his name tyler Tyler, Tyler Perry. Perry. Yeah. Tyler Perry, great example. He is a well-known guy. But yep. at the same time, his movies don't portray, you know, I'm getting coked up, I'm getting drugged up, I'm, you know, I'm having fun or whatever. He portrays real life like Medea going yeah. to jail, Medea doing this. She's trying he's trying to help the young people realize that if you don't do the right thing, you're going to end up in a bad place and you already have a, a a handicap because you're this color or this race or whatever and he's trying to help the people yeah and i think that's amazing and i, I think everything he does to use his fame is excellent if but you know what you can't really blame all these actors that are trying to you know be in the limelight and hang out with all the right people because in Hollywood, you have to be hang out with the right people. You have to know the it's right a people. Sword, Otherwise, exactly. you're probably never going to get out there and be famous or anything. It's a so double-edged have, sword. Yeah, you have to do all of this. And then you might just lose yourself in it. Too. Like the, the lead singer of Tool, Maynard, he hates doing interviews. He hates being in the public eye. 
But he just wants to make music. It's a it's a it's a double edged sword. He has to do it because he's in a real famous band. Yeah, and you got to so, market yourself and stay on top. Yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, don't sell yourself short and don't become something that you're not. So if you're a ba- you're a grunge band, don't let the media say, "Oh, they sound like a really good punk band." You're not a punk band. Just be yourself and let the media know who you are. And if they don't buy your records. They don't buy your records, but don't sell yourself out. Then how do you pay your bills? Well, obviously you have to sell records. Well, then that's a you have to compromise and be a little bit flexible. Hey, I don't want to go and talk to you know interviewers or whatever, but guess what? For the strength of my band, I'm going to have to suck it up, or I'm embarrassed, or I'm shy, or I'm whatever. No. You stand on stage and perform in front of cameras and tens of thousands of fans. I'm pretty sure you could do a stupid interview. No, just I'm to talking about yourself out your there. style. Like if, if if people say, "Oh my God, this band is a punk band," but you're like, "Really? No, we're really trying to lean towards being a grunge band." Then sound more grungy, and we won't say that you're punk. Well, what if they don't like you after you turn grungy? Then that's your problem. You'll have to find grunge fans then. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. You'll have to, to deal with it and learn with it. Def Leppard was another non-Thanksgiving song, if you didn't notice. Right. But they had sugar. Total. glazed ham. Sugar's all over you. Oh, okay. Because that was total sexual innuendos. I did not. Pour some sugar on me. Oh, they the did. song, yeah. not you. How dare they write that song? Ugh. Anyways, made it famous. And the Scorpions? Uh, yeah, that was a sad and painful song. That had nothing to do with, you know, just because it has the word give in it. You're giving me a headache, too. Should you play that song on Thanksgiving? No, he said you're giving me all I need. Yes, but his heart's in pain. She, Please don't go, because you give me all I need. It's painful. It was a sad song. Did you not listen to the lyrics? I even looked them up so I could listen while I he was did, singing. I did, yeah. And no. I thought that it was very painful. And again, he's giving. Or she's giving all he needs. And, yeah, and she's not reciprocating. but he also says you're killing me. It makes me sad all the time to see you with other guys. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Are there any relationships out there that are feeling this way right now? Because I'm sure there are. You're listening right now. And I'm sorry that you feel this way. But you know what? It's a new time, a new year, a new holiday. If this holiday isn't going the way that you think it's going to be with your partner or significant other, then I think you should end it. Shush! Don't say that. You've had this long to work at it, no, and if they're not working no, no, at no, no, it... No, 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 no. Do you know what? You're supposed to say, if things aren't going the way that you think they are, then fix it. Do something about it. The big question, how much do you fix before fixing isn't enough? Fixing is always enough. You're supposed to fix everything. You can't just give up. Never give up. What if we all gave up oh yeah I'm, i don't know i don't want to try anymore i'm i'm out of here well give come it a on shot. try no. try you have to try you have to you try just, you don't just give up rock phoenix live give a little bit rock phoenix live <laughs>
give a little bit I'll give a little bit of my love to you There's so much that we need to share So send a smile and show you care Thank you, song, starting with Alanis Morissette on Rock Phoenix Live. How about getting off of these antibiotics? How about 
stopping eating when I am full of
Seven Dust leading us into our heavy metal Thanksgiving countdown right here on Rock Phoenix Live. Man, we're getting into the really nitty gritty stuff right now. I've given you all the uh, super tramps, pacifying music <laughs> that I can think of for uh, Thanksgiving. I've given you. Uh, Adam Sandler, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Dido, ACDC, Kiss, Warren, Tesla, Van Halen, Sammy, Hangout, Dead Lover, Scorpions, and Super Trant, yes, and Alanis Morissette. Which, by the way, both of you, I looked at each other and said, that was a great freaking song. She's a really good singer. She, guess what, is deep. Okay, I looked that up, and I... Well, I'm Canadian, so obviously I like Alanis, but guess what? Thank you! She spent a year touring all around promoting Jagged Little Pill right. in 1995. Yep. Burned her out physically and emotionally, mentally fried Ola, right? So it took a year and a half for her to finally realize what the heck, right? And get her shit back together. She had to take all this time off to decompress, to reevaluate. And then, dun dun! 1998. Supposed former infatuation junkie comes out with that thank you song in it. And it's thank you mostly to India. She did travel to India. Right. That was part of her meditation. That was part of her healing with the anxiety and depression and everything. Um, she learned about the importance of meditation, self-awareness. It was her breakthrough moment. So I'm like... That that's just amazing. There's a reason, and you can totally hear it. Like, the jagged little pill was probably her biggest hit album. It was her, think, a hit, right? yeah. And yeah. she was so young when she did it. I don't think she realized what she was getting into. No, and you know what? It, she spent so much time focusing, like what we were just talking about with movie stars, focusing on, you know, this is what everyone was telling her what to do. You change you because you need to conform, and you do this, and you get here, and you travel around, and you burn yourself out. Right. Like you don't even know which way's up. And we've discussed this before with musicians and movie stars. Their agents just they do they force them into drugs or drinking or you know and or both. The Perfect example of what you should say if a musician gets signed to a record label and the record label tries to tell them to conform is just like Will Smith said in Men in Black when Tommy Lee recruited him for the MIV, he said, You recognize the skills, you know who I am, and don't call me Junior. And that was it. Yep, it shut was him like, down. Yeah, we're the band, you want to sign us, yeah. you know who we are. Don't try to change us. Yeah, but that's what they all do. Or exactly. maybe because they're young, or maybe because they're desperate. Because so the she, money gets to them. Yeah. Well, the she money. fell into all of it, the and money. then she comes up. So listen to the title. Right. So did, did you hear what I said? The second album, After Jagged Little Pill. Supposed former infatuation junkie. I mean, already that just tells you she realized that she fell for all of this fake shit. And I don't think that album went anywhere. Well, thank you. That's a very popular song. Oh, that song was, yeah. Yeah, but that's on that the album. The album itself didn't... Maybe it did. It I don't know. You're not there. an Alanis fan, so you'd never know. I am now. I love Alanis. But thank she you was for... in that movie with the uh, with Silent J and, and Bob. <laughs> I have no idea. No, it was Bob and Silent, Silent J. Yeah, but what? She was in the, a movie? Yeah, the, ain't, the one with Chris Rock. Oh. She played uh, She played God. God was a, a woman. 
That's funny because you always watch The Great North. Yeah, and she's in that one and too. And she's in the sky. She's if you want to see Atlanta, she's on the <laughs> The Great North. Yeah, she always gives Way her up there. You great advice the and stuff. You also played Super Tramp. She's in a bear. Sorry. You also played Super Tramp, which is funny because my favorite, favorite, favorite album is Breakfast in America. And guess what? That was not on Breakfast in America. What are you looking? You're looking. We played Super Trap? Yes, you played. Uh, give a little bit. Yeah. So, anyways, I, I looked was shaking up. my head like, why did we play that? 1977. Because it has the word giving it, Frank. Give At a little. least. It's right. No. Everybody associates that with giving. Go ahead. 1979. If you listen to the lyrics, which you probably don't know the song, and I knew all the words to it. Right. So, I, of course, I look into it, like, what's the meaning of this song or whatever. And Super Tramp, I forget their lead singer, but he wrote this song when he was a teenager, kind of put it on the back burner. His criteria was to write simple simple songs that would unite people because we're talking like the 60s early 70s that's all it was about was uniting before we had nickelback are you done before nickelback no nobody wants to be the last one there and everyone wants to feel like someone cares come on Okay, true. Everybody wants to sing that song because we all want to feel like somebody cares about us. He just wanted a song that was pure, had a simple message that um, everyone's just supposed to be nice to each other. You don't have to give a lot. You just have to give a little bit. And then I give a little bit to you and it makes you happy. And you're like, oh, I'm going to pay it forward and give a little bit to that person. And then that person gives a little bit. And eventually we've all been given a little bit and we feel better for it. Right? Like my favorite quote, and I'll probably totally get it wrong because I feel the pressure on right now. So Ronald Reagan, and I have a picture of it printed at my work. Ronald Reagan has a quote. It's not my quote, but it's my favorite quote. And it says, you don't have to help everybody. Just each person needs to ha- help one body, like one person. Right? Pass it and on. if you help somebody and I help somebody, we just help two people and then they can help. And then eventually everybody has been helped. Funny thing, everybody says Ronald Reagan was the best president. Yeah, I guess. Or maybe just so people. what a good quote. I agree. No, maybe. But that was the legacy he was trying to pass on was if you, he, he wasn't trying to make the task so big that you couldn't do it by yourself. He just wanted you to influence one person and that per- person would influence another person and so on and, and so on. And what is that? Oh, the task. I thought right. you said the tax. And I'm like, okay, Merle, you don't remember Ronald Reagan? Taxation don't without talk representation. About Ronald Reagan. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, let's keep rocking here. We got the metal stuff coming up right now. This is the Fatal Feast by uh, Municipal Waste Rock Phoenix Live.
Rock Phoenix Live. Happy Thanksgiving! Anthrax.
You're listening to the metal side of Thanksgiving Rock Phoenix Live. Pilgrim.
drunk right now because that music right there would have drove them away. And they're leaving for the door right now at your Thanksgiving hoo-ha. And uh, wow, what an amazing metal event right there. We had four bands right there celebrating our Rocks Giving 2022 right here on Rock Phoenix Live. We had Municipal Waste with Fatal Feast. Anthrax with Indians. I love that song, as a matter of fact. And that sounded really great. We should hear more Anthrax like that, which is funny because... I thought because it was Pilgrims. No, Anthrax is um, Indians. Oh, sorry. I thought it was Pilgrims. Arch Enemy is Pilgrims. Oh, dude, you kind of lost me at Municipal Waste because that was horrible, that fatal... That was our Thanksgiving <laughs> metalcore hour. Because it's about cannibalism. And if so- you're... A band like Ash of Dust, and you've got family over, they they kind of like that music. But if you're any other group, you have your guests running for the hills listening to this podcast right now. So I hope we didn't drive Grandma away or Grandpa. Maybe they're already sleeping because they have hearing aids in, and you took them out before listening to our show. But you know what? We're hoping that everybody's having a great holiday season, and hope everybody has a safe and uh, respected Thanksgiving and Christmas. Uh, we don't want family fights, which happen every year during the holiday season because you've got people coming together that haven't been together in a really long time, and ideas tend to clash because you haven't seen each other in a long time. So try to find a way to adapt to each other really quickly and love each other because remember that the holiday season is all about family. And your family and our family are one, especially right here on Rock Phoenix Live. I love you guys and everybody who's listening to this show. I'm thankful for you because when I see people listening, it makes me want to do this again and again. And I really enjoy doing this, even though there's no money involved whatsoever, like the YouTubers that do whatever they want. So I want to let you know I'm really thankful for family when this season comes around even though i'm busy at work or we're all busy doing what we're doing um i'm really thankful when it comes down to the very day of thanksgiving or christmas that i finally accomplished something and got this moving and people are opening presents or the family's sitting down to dinner and there's nobody struggling the lights are turned on the water is running i'm thankful for all of the blessings that are bestowed upon me And um, I will hope that you guys are too. Don't take for granted the fact of what you have. Because when family comes over, it's all that matters. It's all that matters. You know, you're sitting there talking to mom and dad or, uh, you know, your in-laws, mom and dad. And it's mom and dad, you know. They're not there to get you. They're not there to make you feel bad. They're there to make you feel better. And we all need to rely on our family. And we all need to rely on each other. So that in case we don't have family, that we can rely on another human being to help us. Because we are all human beings on Mother Earth. So thank you for listening to Rocks Giving 2022. Have a safe holiday season, guys. And we'll see you soon. And we'll do another podcast and kick this off. This is uh, Share the Land, the guest, guess who, Rock Phoenix Live. Peace.
You got brothers and sisters who care about what's gonna happen to you in a year from now. Maybe I'll be there to shake your hand. Maybe I'll be there to share the land that they'll be giving away when we all live together. I'm talking about together now. Maybe I'll be there to shake your hand. Maybe I'll be there to share the land that they'll be giving away when we all live together. I'm talking about together now. When the paper landed in your yard Do you know their names? Can you play their games Without losing track And coming down a bit too hard? Oh, maybe I'll be there to shake your hand Maybe I'll be there to share the land That they'll be giving away When we all live together We're talking about together now Maybe I'll be there to shake your hand Maybe I'll be there to share the land That they'll be giving away When we all live together We're talking about together now